With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the best of two pros in a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. 10,000! Yeah, well... <laughs> or 10 million. Oh, uh, if you're oh. running back in the NFL, you better get used to yeah, it. You have a yeah, yeah, 10 million. <laughs> a, that was a that was a bar right there. I liked it. That was good. That was good. Uh man, Saquon. Just I, I don't I don't know that I had any sort of expectations that they were gonna get a deal done. Like I know deadlines do deals, but it felt like if something was gonna get done, we'd be at the point to where it would have gotten done already. Tony Pollard already signed his deal. He was coming off the uh, off season surgery that he that he went through, so probably felt like it would behoove him to sign the deal and get the franchise number in. But Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley, both those guys, uh did not get a long term deal done before this deadline yesterday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Thus, here we go. Either you're signing the franchise tag or uh, we figure this out, but it looks like neither is going to show up to camp, and this is where we are with it when it comes to the running back position. I, I want to, I mean, I want to hear Q's, um, I, I kind of want to hear his his input on it because I, I don't really understand what happens after you you've declared that you're not going to sign. Like, what happens now? Like, are you still able to get a long-term deal done? What is the, what does the deadline mean? Okay, you don't have to get fined for not reporting to camp. What, like, what are the implications of them not signing the tag? Yeah, I mean, the implications are, you know, you're not going to define it for anything because you're technically not under contract. Right. Right. So that's the first step. But if you try to sit out the entire year, like we saw saw with Le'Veon Bell you find yourself in the exact same spot next year and you don't earn anything. Right. You won't, you won't okay. make any money. So they'll still be able to utilize a tag on you and you know then you're probably more seriously taken by the team that you're unhappy with the situation, you want a long-term deal so you'll get dealt. But that, that's where they're at right now. Now, if you sign your franchise tender, then you're under contract. So you're subject to any other fines if you don't show right. up or you, you know, technically hold out if you don't if you if you don't want to come because you're under contract. Right. All those things are are still applied. So 
that's what's at stake. Are you that's still like, able to? Uh, you're because you, you Zeke, can't do Zeke, a long term deal. You cannot do a long term deal. Okay, okay. that's what I was passed. Now okay. there, there's a misconception. You know, technically, you could get paid more for this year. The team could come back to you and pay you more for this year under a one year deal. That, mm. that could happen, but it very rarely ever happens. Okay. So there are some misconceptions to what this year's contract looks like, but that is essentially the framework of what they're what they're going to play under. So it's is, franchise tag or nothing this year for Saquon and Josh Jacobs. That is correct, and, to, and Tony Pollard for that. And to, well, yeah, he signed. And he yeah. signed, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. They, wow. And they could pull it, right? And and both they those, could rescind it, yeah. Because that's what would happen with Josh Norman, right? Josh Norman was on the tag in Carolina, and then all of a sudden they pulled it, and he went and signed with Washington. Right. I remember that happening. But huh. I, I just – I don't know. Like, I understand the running back complaint and the issue, and it sucks. Like, I, I feel bad for them, and I feel bad for anybody in a line of work or in an in industry that's starting to get phased out. It's like newspapers. Like, I, I, feel, I feel bad. It, it's awful. But – I thought you got the newspaper. Well, listen, I, I like it in the, you know, the ink on my thumbs. You know, I do like that, you know, trying to brush off my thumb ring, a little bit of ink when you're reading the newspaper. But again, that's a struggling industry. It's a struggling business. I feel bad. You are dedicated to that thumb ring. I definitely am. Can't get it off. That's the problem. Uh, so I feel bad that they have to go through this. But I understand, well, I, I understand why teams are in the position they're in. And I understand why teams are doing what they're doing. Why? Tell us. Because the game has changed. It's a passing game, and they they put more of an emphasis on passing the ball and throwing the football. So running backs, in turn, have started to become, I, I don't know if phased out is the right term to use, but they have started to become on the back burner a little bit in comparison to the priority of passing the football. That, and so that, that, I get that, that's, it. That, that, that's, that's an argument, though, that really doesn't have – a lot of merit to it. If you look at the amount of touches, though, that a running back gets between carries and receptions, their importance is still there. It's still there. Yeah, I agree. And so that's where, like, like I get it. Like, I understand that the game has changed. It's gotten a more of a passing game, and teams are throwing the football, you know, closer to 55 to 60% of the time maybe in some cases. There are still some teams who run the football over 50%. Now, granted, those teams, like the Atlanta Falcons, for, for that matter, they had a rookie running back last year, right? I mean, Cordero Patterson played a role in that, too, but Tyler Algier was their running back, and um, he, had a, he had a heck of a rookie year. I got news for you. They're going to be running the ball a lot this year, too. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that's not going to change. Um, <laughs> my, my whole point is the, the running back position is one that is unique compared to a lot of others in the way that it's impacted by a new working class. You know, and I think if, if, if the NFL PA were smart, they'd do a couple of things. They would first try to go and see if they could allow, and this is something that they need to kind of push for because players have tried in the past, hasn't worked. Maurice Claret is the first that comes to mind. But I don't know the running backs – coming out of college, need to be three years removed from high school. You know, Leonard Fournette was the most recent one in my mind. When I saw him as a freshman, I was like, that dude could play in the NFL right now. Yeah. Like, he can, he can go play in the NFL right now. And anything he does after this is only going to potentially put wear and tear on him and potentially put him at risk of injury. There's 
plenty of Georgia running backs who fell into that same category too, by the way, and, and Alabama running backs for that matter. So I, I do think there needs to be some sort of movement there. I think the other thing they could do to help them out is say, we want to, for this particular position, remove the franchise tag. So you no longer, in a rookie deal, have the ability to franchise tag about the end of their five-year deal if it's a first-round pick, you know, four-round deal, or excuse me, four-year deal if it's a, a second-round pick or after. Like, all those things should be things that the union is fighting for. It's, it's, what's sad to me is when you hear running backs say, we need a new union, we need to do our own. It's like, dude, no, that's, that's why you pay your dues. Like, that's why you pay thousands of dollars a year to a union to help protect your rights. And you might be frustrated with the economics right now of the NFL. And some people out there might be listening saying, hey, man, like my job is going to go away because of artificial intelligence. Yeah. Like, I don't feel bad. It's already guys. gone away. Yeah. Like, like, that, like that's just part of how life works. Things grow and evolve. And Trash, if you man, can't evolve, done. then you're out. Yeah. And look, we, I'll put it this way. Like Notre Dame, for example, we had a running back. He's, he's going to play slot receiver. And it's important to get an opportunity this year. But it's also important. It may be the best thing for his career moving forward. You know, he was he's more of a kind of air, air back, faster player, good returner. But now you put him out in space, you put him in a slot, you put him in different spots. He might say, he might come back 10 years from now and go, man, I'm still playing in the NFL because I, I changed from a running back to a slot back and I now have a shot uh, playing in a, in a sustained way. So, you know, some people would sit there and listen to us and just say, man, these guys need to adapt or that's just part of the deal. But there still needs to be something done by the, the NFLPA union or some sort of efforts instead of these players feeling like they're on an island all by themselves. It, it, it seems like a, a very, very compromised position to be in, but it has happened I mean, this has happened before. I mean, if you look at how many fullbacks are left, I think there's like a handful of fullbacks that are left. And and fullbacks were just as critical as as the halfback. Like, we don't even do that anymore, right? We don't do two and three back. The two back is the, the halfback or the tailback. Boy, the, three, the three back is the fullback, oh. right? I and those backs, all the backs in the backfield. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, as a linebacker, you're like, oh, here we go. Here we go. These dudes like, would be slamming into me. Man, the Schlesingers and the, yeah. the Gashes and, oh, and Lorenzo the, the Lorenzo Neals, like Dude. clavicle clavicle busters, like, <laughs> you know, Donnell Bennett. Like, these these guys were were significant to, to offenses in the National Football League. And then they started turning into H-backs. Like they slowly went from a fullback to an H-back. And now what is it? Well, what is an H-back? Well, it's like kind of like a tight end, but it's not a tight end. It's kind of like a fullback, but it's not a fullback. It's like they're a tweener. They can block, but they can also go out for passes. So now you're starting to see guys like you just said, Q, the Tariq Hills of, of the world, right? The Debo Samuels of the world. They were probably natural tailbacks playing through through the years. But you, when you talk about that evolution, you're now talking about a position where you have to almost be status quo, able to do what an Alvin Kamara does, able to do what a Debo Samuel does, uh, a Christian McCaffrey, what they're able to do. You can't tell the difference between them as a tailback or as a receiver. 
So it's going to it's going to I feel like the evolution of football and where it's at with throwing the ball, the formations, all of these these just the way uh, the game is going. You're going to want to have a a receiver back, a back that's able to play receiver, a receiver that's able to play back. And you can put them there through movement, motion to try to throw the defenses off. You can actually make it easier. We had this conversation. Linebackers are going to have to evolve as this this process evolves. You won't need a linebacker like me. If this continues to go the no, way that it's that. going, don't oh, it turns far. I know, we I still know. need you, babe. I know you it bite turns your in, tongue. I know it turns into a defensive end situation. Shia. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you don't have to put on the red light, Shyan. But but so if you think about it, if you get a running back that is able to slam the ball in there like a Henry or or some, like an Adrian Peterson, but they can go out and pass situations. Now you've actually given your offense more of an advantage, really, because you're, you basically have safeties that are playing your outside backer. You'll probably only have one backer left that's probably more of a pure yeah. thumper and tackler, and that's going to be a middle backer. Can, so can I, it's going to involve the game. Can I be real with you guys too? I I do feel like the specialization of of quarterback at like a grassroots youth to junior high to high school level has played a role in this. You know, I, I think you get quarterbacks who are so much better prepared coming into the NFL from college, and that can be via the private quarterback training and specialized training they're doing. It can come via the seven on seven you know, leagues and, and camps and things that they're a part of as well, whether that's in the summer, in the spring, all those things. You know, part of this is is a byproduct of what's happening out around the running back position where you get quarterbacks who are coming in who don't have really any fundamental flaws. I mean, they're it, it's not like you get these multi-sport athletes where, like, I played football, baseball, basketball growing up. You know, it, it, by the time I was, like, feeling – better in learning more about you know my like throwing motion for football etc you were done i, I was done like yeah. i like i was like oh I, I met tom house after i had a back injury in my seventh year in the league i'm like man i wish i would have met this guy like <laughs> 10 years ago <laughs> you know the stuff he was teaching me a kid from the midwest was drastically different uh about just everything from like my rotational power my, my prehab routines and creating more mobility in my arm to create more power in my throwing motion like all the things he was teaching me i'm like it's kind of depressing i was like this would have been great like 10 years ago like where were you then like uh, yeah I, I thanks for telling me now i should have bought apple stock two decades ago great appreciate right. it yeah. um but i think that plays a role too because you have guys who can come in and immediately not be like trying to you know develop or, or work on any fundamentals. They're for the most part coming in and just getting reps and experience and used to an NFL offense. It's more the mental side of the game more than anything else. Yeah. And, and I think because of these guys come in and they're ready and they play and they play well, and you look at it that way, every team instead of saying, "Well, let's let's make sure we you know have this 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 all checked off." They go, oh, no, we're just waiting for that, that quarterback, that guy who's going to you know, be the high tide that raises all the boats. Like, like that's how they look at it. Because as much as you, you can have a Adrian Peterson at running back, the reality is when you need to throw the football on third and seven, he can't help you. 
You know, and, and he's not going to play, you know, he's not going to be a weapon or a factor. Now, you hope that he's, he's running well enough on first and second down, you don't get third and seven plus. But for most teams, you're going to find yourself in third and seven plus. Or if you're on fourth and four, you know, if, as more teams adapt to go forward on fourth down, you're also going to find yourself wanting to throw the football more in those scenarios. And that's where just the running back, running back position is not going to help you out. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. Do you feel like we need to clue people in on why we're saying Cheyenne versus Roxanne? Because <laughs> Cheyenne Day is weak. Yeah. That's right, baby. <laughs> Two more days, baby. I, I got to be honest with you. This is one of my favorite times of year to be like kind of a fly on the wall to watch LeVar go into with Cheyenne, Wyoming. Oh, right? yeah. Belt yeah. Buckle University. Belt Buckle, the boots, <laughs> just experience stuff that you, you probably only do this, what, once a year, LeVar? I would do it a few times a year. You would, love, but I'm saying you, yeah. you only do it like once a year. Yeah, yeah, it only happens once a year. So, plus, yeah. plus, you're all jacked now. So yeah, I am jacked. You're going to be wearing like a flannel, going to be bursting That's, out the, the sides. I'm going to cut the arms oh, out of it. God. Yeah. Have you been getting after it? I have, bro. Sneakers Good. and weights. I got tired of being, you know, part of like, you know, just that lazy, lazy movement of not doing anything with yourself type of person. Wow. Yeah. I got tired of seeing you guys at, at different events and, and you're walking around with your shirts tucked in and stuff <laughs> like that. And, and mine will, what was in my mind, never going to be tucked in. And which, which by know, the way, I now found out what you meant when you're like, when AJ was showing off his figure at oh, the yeah. American century yeah, yeah. championship, yeah. I was like, Oh, he just meant he had his shirt tucked in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's correct. Actually, <laughs> yes. No, but I, I kept looking back. I was like, was he wearing something? That Was he running around shirtless? Well, it, I, was I was like, oh, form. no. No, it was all form-fit. Even the pants yeah. were, like, form-fitting. You know, they well, weren't loose like at all. Now. It's all stretchy. Yeah. And like, right. Yeah. Exactly. But you got to be in good shape for it to look good. If you're not in good shape, it doesn't look – it doesn't hit the right way. You know what I mean? So – Shots out to AJ, man, one of the LBs. I mean, he he's maintained. All I can sit there and think about is, man, like poor AJ. He has all that pressure on him. He's, he has to look a certain type of way because his brother-in-law looks a certain type of way when he's dressed up. So I was like, man, but he's he's like, you know, he's he's not trying to come to the family photo and be lacking. So so shots out to you, AJ, man. You know, wow. I was a fan. I was a big fan well, of him as we, a player. We now did I'm a fan of his physique. You know, we did baptize our son and uh, my my older sister uh, Laura and AJ were the up, were the Kat? godparents. So nice. nice. He. Uh, I, at one point, I think he almost burned down the Basilica there in South Bend hmm. uh, when he was lighting one of the candles. But oh, no. It, it all worked out. It all worked <laughs> out. Everyone's nice. still alive. The Basilica's still there. Uh, nice. The baptism got done. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah. child. Congratulations. Yeah. Congrats, Ken. That's wonderful. I mean, what a hell of a godfather to have, huh? Like, hey, it's not only my uncle, but he's my godfather. Well, who is that? A.J. Hawk. You know? There are some people who are questioning the decision um, mm. who know AJ, but for the oh, most okay. part, I think we're all pretty excited. Yeah, kid's all right, gonna well, be good. jacked. Yeah. Gonna be jacked. Well, he's got no choice but to be hard nosed. I tell you that. Well, just an athlete. Yeah, well, just in general, like, r- I mean, like right out of the womb. It athlete. just happens to be a family of athletes. Yeah. yeah. You know, all the way through. You know. Yeah. 
Go figure. It, well, I mean, it, I mean, look, when you got a godparent like AJ and, and Lawrence, it's kind of forced down your throat, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. It has nothing yeah. to do well, with uh, with the parents. It's know? just yeah. unwritten pressure to be something no, I'm more. Just saying, it's it's, it's kind of forced down your throat, almost like you know HBO and Hard Knocks. That's a oh, great point. That, that is a great point. Why know? didn't I catch what, what, what you were doing right there? That, that is a solid transition. That is a solid transition from Darn, Brady Quinn. Darn, it was so good. Um, and we and we are going to talk about that here on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. I was like, why is he keep? Said force down your throat from the tyrac.com studios. Uh, by the way, speaking of force down your throats, in less than 20 Whoa. minutes from now, we're wow, we, we going to force a reality down your throats, and it's a reality that many of you are guilty of, and it oh. includes a story in the world of sports. So that'll be yours again 20 I've been minutes a part from of now. That reality. Uh, but let's hear from Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, <laughs> let's hear oh, from uh, this is Aaron Rodgers uh, talking about the decision for the Jets to be featured on HBO's Hard Knocks. Aaron Rodgers, good friends with one A.J. Hawk. So let's listen to A-Rod's new Jets quarterback. One of the only things I like about Hard Knocks is the voice of God who narrates it to live. I hope I get to meet him. But look, you know, I understand the, the appeal with us. Obviously, there's a lot of eyes on me, a lot of eyes on our team, a lot of expectations for our squad. So uh, they force it down our throats, and we got to deal with it. So that's KPIX, courtesy of the sound there. Um, Look, Adam Schefter released some some information yesterday on how this whole thing is going to go with Hard Knocks, and it just feels like we're wasting our time. So according to Schefter... The team, I guess, NFL cameras, they won't let them inside the rooms where Robert Sala and Joe Douglas, the GM, are cutting players. And Schefter says, quote, hard knocks will not be the same. They're not going to give the same access. The Jets don't believe it's humane to show players being released. All right, why are we doing this? It's run its course. If it's, if it's going to be a watered-down version of what the NFL's been doing and HBO's been doing for years, and you needed to go through all of these hoops to even get anybody to want to do it, what are we doing it for? Just move on. It, it ran its time. It was great. It lasted, what, 15, 16 years, and now we got to move on. We talk about the evolution of the running back position. It's the evolution of reality TV. Let's just get rid of it, call this the last year, and get on with our lives. That's it. it. It's actually, I mean, it, it's kind of a good point. And I know there's some, some Hard Knocks fans out there who are going to hate saying this, but the show never evolved. Like, it, it never really did evolve in any capacity, meaning, like, name something that they were doing year one that was drastically different from, you know, 15, you know, year 16. Nothing. Nothing. And, and, and I think what they missed out on was the fact that you have other elements and things that are at play during the season, which I think a lot of people look at as more drama or, or more action-packed when it's actually during the real live games, not just training camp. Because the whole entire premise of Hard Knocks and, and of training camp, as it's, it's lessened over those 16 years, it's not the same amount of hitting. It's not the same amount of you know, action that you see in, in tra- even in training camp anymore. But one of the biggest points was the cut. It was making the team. Mm. It was that story of the player that wasn't as well-known or fought through adversity that made it. And, and now rosters are largely set between the draft picks, what guys are signed for, probably the, with the exception of about 10 guys. Like, that's the reality when you walk into camp. There might be even less than that. It might be five or six guys who are back into the roster they're trying to figure out, or a kicker. Like, which one are they going to pick from this? 
it, it just it doesn't draw the same amount of intrigue and drama as it would be if you were following, and think of this, if you were following the Jets in season versus before. Like, there's not a quarterback competition. It's Rodgers. Right. You know it's going to be Rodgers. You really don't care what he does during training camp or preseason. You just want him to get into the season healthy. And then from there, it's, it, it's kind of everything else that comes from it. So I'm sure for Jets fans, they're going to love the fact they get to see their team in this capacity. I'm sure there's some die, you know, diehard, hardcore HBO Hard Knocks fans that still want to see this stuff. But the stuff in season to me is way more entertaining. And then the last thing I'll just say is I, I had a buddy who was a part of a team that was on Hard Knocks. I don't remember them getting anything extra. Right. Like you live in a world and a day and age where players can, you know, post content or do different things and get paid for it. I, I don't think these guys are getting any additional pay for being Great. a part of it. Q, that might be the best point I've heard on this topic. You know what I'm saying? There is no compensation for doing hard knocks, and you're 100% right. Like, why not? If, if, if you're getting sent in as one of those guys that are getting cut and you know this guy is not going to have a job with your team anymore, they're not getting compensated by HBO or anybody for doing that that show. I mean, I think that that's a great point. And and if I were, then maybe I would sign off on understanding that the likelihood of me losing my job on camera, um, it seems a little bit more bearable. You know, like there's some compensation package or whatever. I don't know. But you're right. I mean, guys are able to build their brands through social media. There's just the 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 focus and focal attention on brand building now is at an all time high. And and so to to be a part of something and, and we ask the question, well, why do we keep doing the show? It's money. I mean, it's money. However much was committed to this this show and what comes from it is the reason why they're going to carry out the the amount of time that, you know, is on the contract between HBO and the National Football League to do this. That's 100% what it is. And then when you look at the idea and the aspects of, okay, it hasn't evolved. That's very true. It's a very accurate, accurate statement. But you know what? Neither has all access for boxing. And, and it's still very, very entertaining. But you know why it's entertaining? Because you're talking about an all-access pass that's leading to a, a climactical ending. Right. Two guys are going to fight. It's it's generally a big ass fight when you do all access. And that's just not the the type of that's not the type of feel you get from hard knocks. Right. It's not like, okay, I'm watching hard knocks, which is all intents and purposes. The same thing as all access or when they did 24 seven with Floyd. It's it's a say it's the same premise. It's probably the same exact people that did 24 seven that do hard knocks. It was amazing to see boxers and what they do in a camp, but a camp leads to a fight, a singular, a singular happening a singular spectacle. This is not leading to a singular spectacle. You have an entire season to go through. So to me, it would seem like it's more critical and more imperative that you actually get the best team to do hard knocks and follow them around and get an in-depth look at them because nobody wants to be associated with a loser. 
I'm sorry. If you're putting on a team that's a losing team, it's, it's, that's generally what you're getting on Hard Knocks because it's generally a new head coach or what, whatever. The, the, you said the rules a while back, Jonas. What, like what, you can't be a first-year head coach. You can't have made the playoffs. It's just all these requirements you got to meet. You basically that's exactly ha- the requirements that should go into you using the team. Right. It should be a team that made the playoffs. Yes. It should be a competitive team. It should be a coach that we know and and admire it should be one of those things because that's what's going to drive what's taking place i don't i, I yes i will probably watch this this uh this edition this year's hard knocks just for the simple fact yet yeah, just like everybody else hooking real is is that aaron Rodgers is in a new place that's a one-time thing. So you've created something that can connect to us emotionally to want to watch it because the spectacle of it doesn't lead to this this ultimate climax. It's not like the first game of the year is not an ultimate climax to, to the storyline that's put forth in front of you. Like, here's the roster. We know the roster. Like, like you just said, Q, we pretty much know who's going to play. So it's, it's not like I need to figure out anything else other than what, like, this is what training camp looks like for this team. It's kind of what it comes down to. You got to figure out a way to entertain and create a buy-in that's greater than what it is right now because otherwise it's just not good enough for it to become must-see TV. To the point on the in-season aspect of it being more interesting, Last Chance You on Netflix, Quarterback, the new series on Netflix, both of those are in really season. yes both yeah, in, in season, season and you get that sort of access that you don't get it just feels like an hbo can do this in season version that they've done the past couple of years with the colts and the cardinals i just i i, I don't know man i feel like it's run its course be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's have a discussion here, uh, because I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there's like a smell in the air. You know what it smells like? Smells like college football is close to returning. Smells like it's almost here. Can you get it? Oh. Get a whiff. Oh. Just get a whiff. Oh. I mean, we've got SEC media days, which have started up. Oh, yeah. We've even got former Notre Dame coaches like Brian Kelly, who was speaking with SiriusXM recently and talked about uh, just, you know, the differences between coaching at Notre Dame and now coaching at LSU. So let's take a listen. Well, I don't think you have to wear a tie every day um, (laughs) and the job, if you know what I mean. It's a little bit more relaxed from that perspective. And that's not good or bad, but there's a much more relaxed because you're you're in the South. You're around people that are very easy to get along with. And not that they were hard to get along with, but there are rules that you have to follow in an environment like Notre Dame. And you can't cross those lines. Lines. And so there's a little bit of a difference there. I would say the biggest one, other than that small narrative that I gave you, 
is that I had to be on a plane and I had to pull the best player out of California, out of Texas, out of New Jersey. I don't have to do that at LSU. The best player in the state of Louisiana, if we do a really good job recruiting him, he wants to be a Tiger. And, and that's a difference that I think more than anything else allows you to really focus on what's important uh, within your program. And that is, you know, state of Louisiana and player development. Hey, huh. you know, likes to keep it close, you know, that doesn't want to have to drive into the office, apparently, you know, <laughs> still on that uh, on that like that covid work ethic. What is that he was talking about at Notre Dame? What is it that what lines you cannot cross? What, uh, what is he? I, I think he's just referring to the fact maybe you can't cheat. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. Which I, I guess that's what he must be alluding to, because the odd thing, too, about the tie comment, like, have you guys ever seen Marcus Freeman since he's taken over? Like, outside of his introductory press conference, which I'm not even sure he had. I think he had on a tie that day. I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not quite sure. But I'm just trying to think back, like – it's not like I even remember Brian Kelly wearing a tie much outside of maybe at his own charity events or certain things. Well, Charlie Weiss was a big tie guy back in the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah big, all, all, all big tie guys. Yeah. Um, no, look, I mean, I, I think there's, there's, a, there's a rigorous academic um, you know, schedule, and, and you got to make sure that the student athlete is able to handle that and make it through academically. You know, that's just – it's what it is there. You know, and they're not going to bend – to allow guys who aren't going to make it through or be able to get their degree in. Like, that's just the reality of the situation. And, and that's not a bad thing. I, I think it's a bad thing if you don't like working hard. You know, I think it's a, it's a bad thing if you, if you don't like having to try to go around the country and get the best players in the country. Because, uh, look, there's some truth to the fact that if, if you're playing for, you know, for example, I don't care if it's Louisiana State, Ohio State, you know, a, any school like that, if, if, if they can, they'd like to get the best players in their state. You know, Notre Dame would love to get the best players in Chicago, best players in Indiana. Um, but because it's a Catholic institution, it's, it's got a, a lot wider net than that. So you can ha- kind of have more of a melting pot of players, which I, I personally thought was always really cool. Uh, I don't think it was something that set us set anyone back. I think it's just kind of what makes it unique. And look, there's a lot of schools now that recruit nationally, even though they're in LSU and OSU or whoever you want to throw into the conversation. They might not try to base the bulk of their roster, you know, you know, nationally because that's hard to do. Um, but. Again, it's it's not uncommon for LSU to have kids from Texas, for LSU to have kids uh, from California. I'll put it this way. Their starting quarterback, Jaden Daniels, is from California. Now, he didn't obviously end up there. He transferred in from Arizona State. But, you know, the reality is, you know, you're going to have to recruit nationally if you want to be able to compete versus the best. You don't think Georgia's taking kids that aren't from the state of Georgia? Now, they also take a lot of the best kids from Georgia. But they're going to recruit nationally. That's just how it is. So I, it's a little odd to me that the discussion still continues. You know, I, I think Notre Dame's fine moving on. And, and look, Brian Kelly won the SEC West last year. They're putting themselves in a position where they should be the favorite to win it this year if you look at the roster and what they have coming back and what they're building. So it, it's a little odd that, that, you know, they keep going back to wanting to compare and different things. And it, I, I never feel like Brian Kelly, when he says something publicly like that, he ever comes off good. 
Mm-hmm. It, it just it, it's odd to me that the statements that he makes publicly. It never comes off where it's shining like a better light on him. I mean, maybe I'm wrong in that assessment because people think I'm biased because I'm a, I'm a Notre Dame alum. But tell me a time where he's done something public where you've been like, oh, yeah, he came off great there. He's a salesman. And if, it, if roles were reversed and he had just gotten to Notre Dame from LSU, you know what he would say? Thing. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I love the buttoned up approach we have here. Our priorities are in line, unlike some of these other places and places I've been at before, et cetera, et cetera. He's a salesman. This is what he does. Like, change. In his accent last I just year. wonder if he would come up into Notre Dame and be like, me and my family ain't done winning yet. <laughs> yeah. We ain't finished. I need more wins. By the way, I think he kind of reverted back to that Cajun accent. If you listen back to it when he says Tigers, he doesn't say Tigers, just Tigers. Tigers. I, I think he reverts back to it. Can we listen to the Brian Kelly one more time? You just listen to the, the Cajun accent pop back up for the salesman, Brian Kelly. Well, I don't think you have to wear a tie every day um, <laughs> on, on, and the job, if you know what I mean. It's a little bit more relaxed yeah. from that perspective. And that's not good or bad, but there's a much more relaxed because you're you're in the South. You you're around people that are very easy to get along with. They're and not that they were hard to get along with, but there are rules that you have to follow in an environment like Notre Dame, and you can't cross those lines. And so there's a little bit of a difference there. I would say the biggest one, other than that small narrative that I gave you, is that I had to be on a plane and I had to pull the best player out of California, out of Texas, out of New Jersey. I don't have to do that at LSU. The best player in the state of Louisiana, if we do a really good job recruiting him, he wants to be a tiger. A and, tiger. and that a tiger. He wants to be a, a tiger. tiger. A tiger. I, I think I think you're onto something there. Really good job recruiting salesman. him. He wants to be a tiger. A tiger. Just just the, the ultimate salesman. By the way, what are those planes like that he has to take at Notre Dame? Are they like oh, you mean the, the private planes? Yeah, I was gonna you, say. Mean, you mean like the the private planes that he's referring to? <laughs> is it like is it like Lee having to sleep outside a train station so he can shower with bums when he's on his trip to the back Jeez. back east? Yeah, you missed that, Brady. Lee uh, Delap. Lee Delap. <laughs> Was bit by rats. He was, he was bird sleeping out. <laughs> he was bird bathing <laughs> at Grand Central Station. So that's what Brian Kelly has to do apparently in Notre Dame when he's got to go recruit. God forbid he hops on a private plane and has to go recruit uh, recruit players to Notre Dame. Yeah, it's like, dude, why were you there so long? Why did you take the job? Why did you the, leave Cincinnati? The irony too is if you go back and look at last year's class that he signed. All right, three of the top four ranked players outside the state of Louisiana. Maryland, Texas, and Miami, Florida. Yeah, they so brought in uh, Womack, right, from uh, from St. Francis. That's yeah. right. He yeah. did. Yeah, Deshaun Womack. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's just – there's just zero truth to a lot of what gets spouted out there. And that's the unfortunate part. Because I think if you look at Brian Kelly, like right now, if you were to say – unless he wins a national championship at LSU, wh- where is his legacy? Yeah. His uh, legacy is probably still cemented as – Having the most wins as a Notre Dame head coach of all time. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what you're going to remember him for. So, look, he, he got a great payday to go to LSU. He thinks he'll have a better chance of winning a national championship. And he doesn't have to recruit as hard. So, there you go. I mean, it, you, you hope it works out for him, right? But there just doesn't need to be any more conversation. I think both sides are – kind of moving on in their own direction. So it's a little odd he keeps going back to that. But I do think it's funny when you play the initial part about the uh, 
Well, I do declare, you know, up, a, up, up, up <laughs> above the uh, north of the Mason-Dixon line, they wear ties up there all the time. The, them, them Yankees, them Northerners, you know, they wear ties <laughs> every time. They don't they be eating work. them beignets. No. <laughs> By the way. They don't like that cake gumbo. Do, I do declare up north, <laughs> wear ties around. Up ties. They do not do that shrimp etouffee at that, that South Bend school. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I need some jambalaya. By the way, wasn't he wearing a tie at SEC Media Days? Almost positive he was wearing a tie. Was he wearing a tie? Yes, I'm almost positive he was wearing a tie at <laughs> SEC Media Days. You know who wasn't wearing a tie at their media day? Who's that? Marcus Freeman. Yeah. Because yeah, at Notre Dame, you don't have to go to the, you don't have to go to the media days. Yeah, we you don't skip get all one. those. Yeah, you skip all that. Yeah, we skip all those media days. Oh, by the way, how many? what media days they got you going to this year? Didn't you go to like uh, like Pac-12? I'll be, I'll be at the Pac-12. I'll be at the Big Ten. I already went to the Big 12. Yeah. So yeah. We're, we're making the rounds, man. That's we're talking fa- to people. Fast not, approaching. And by the way, not a lot of ties being worn <laughs> predominantly no, around the country at these. Fast so. approaching. I do declare. Got a, I got Heisman <laughs> Trophy, another Heisman Trophy winner on the uh, on the set this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. He's, he's going to be awesome, man. Yeah. He's ton of ton of fun uh to be around and talk to and we've already we've already got the chance to hang a little bit so uh it, it'll be fun it'll be a fun season now nice. do you do you know the full schedule or how how many games you just know the first two weeks right for big noon because it's yeah yeah so for people out there who don't know when when you when you're a part of like even a game crew right the people who are calling the games or when you're doing like what we do as a studio show that travels you basically have a few set games you know you're going to be at, but outside of that, you find out like 12 days before or six days before. Mm. So it, it's it's pretty crazy to think about how the entire production behind how like a traveling set and a bunch of you know people who are behind the scenes, how they have to adjust like week to week. It's it's crazy, and so there's a lot of work that goes on that a lot of people don't think about. You just kind of see the game and everything on TV. Get back out to Happy Valley. Matt oh, Liner yeah. said, "No, Matt, no, no. Hey, we're gonna be there. Yes, I, we're, we'll for sure be there for a big, big game. This big, year. big game. You we should are. go, Jonas. We, we should all go. Yeah, I'm into uh, it. Oh, no, this one, I am already putting that in the works. Already put yeah. it. In the works. Yeah, Long Island Ice Tea <laughs> Night for real. <laughs> Me and you, Jonas. Hey, hey, right. just say, I you be having to work. work. Yeah, yeah, you got to work, but we gonna do it. <laughs> we gonna do it at two ten, baby. I already, uh, I already had a gentleman's lunch with Levar last time, and." That, yes, uh, did. That, yeah, I had yes, to tone did. it down the rest of the day. <laughs> he said, far, I got a production meeting. I yeah, said, I all like, right, I don't. This has been a fantastic. <laughs> Another round, please. It's a fantastic gentleman's lunch, but we had to oh, move on man. from that. Yeah. Uh, well. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.